0: Like no, don't change. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. We're learning Maseches Ksubis Tav Yud We're starting two thirds of the way down. We're actually really in the middle of a developing question um, on the Shita of Rabbi Yoshua. We have seen as a theme over the last many blocks that Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer are on one side, and Rabbi Yoshua on the other have a, uh, they, they each follow their party lines. Rabban Gamliel, by and large, follows the shita that a woman is neemenes, even when there's something conflicting against her, like a chazaka. And uh, Rabban, uh, Rabbi Yoshua is more machmer to say that we really don't believe her. And the Gemara here poses a question on Rabbi Yoshua. We're two-thirds of the way down on yud Gimel mid at the words Vitepuk, last word on the line, The V'tepuk. V'tepuk lay, maybe we could understand Rabbi Yoshua. Rabbi Yoshua had said something that's really wild. A little bit earlier than that, get to Mm-mm. You didn't get Tony so I didn't, to. didn't even get suba. What? You skipped. Trust me, you, you didn't get to table play. Hmm. We That's did right, I thought we finished. To to. The, uh, Where did I finish? You know, at the uh At Katani Mihas? Oh, sorry. Okay, we'll go back just to finish up the last sujah. Thank you. Nice catch. Katani has the Gemara is referring to the brysa, that tarte medaberes u uberes that we see that midaberes and meuberes, this was from the previous machlokas, I'm sorry I didn't finish that up, nice catch, thank you, that in regards to yesterday's discussion about what the word medaberes mm-hmm. mean. Means Does Midaberis mean Nivala or does Midaberis mean Nistara? Does Midaberis mean that he was alone with her? That's what Z'iri. Or the other Shita, Ravasi, does Midaberis mean that they were Nivala? So the Gemara says that we learned in this Brisa, both Midaberis and me'uberas and that is Teuvta, De Ravasi, Teuvta. That's a rejection of the Shita, of Ravasi, because according to Ravasi, who is of the opinion, that midaberas means tashmishamita, then there's no difference between midaberas and meuberas, therefore tiyufta, we reject the of rivasi and hold like Za'iri, that the word midaberas in the previous Mishnah means that they were bistira, they were alone together, but nothing more thank you Michael mm-hmm. um, and beteepukle, one of the things that we should be asking on Rabbi Yoshua is that Rabbi Yoshua in the uh, preceding brisa held that a woman this is a crazy sheita. listen to this, that a woman who is a shivuya and a woman who was in yichud with another man have the same din. <laughs> that's that's a big problem. Right? Any woman who's ever been be ever, we assume that she is nivala. That's an unbelievable principle. We understand why a We understand we don't trust the, the, the we don't trust the captors. That I understand. But if a woman is be and all of a sudden we assume she's a nivala, then any woman who's ever been be yichud or ksuba is not a ksuba's sign. Hmm. It's ksuba's Okay, so the Gemara says that if this is true, then why don't we make the following distinction? Dehasam by the by the shivuyam rov netzala, that most of the people who were with her were psulin, but v'hacham when she was simply Bastira, when she was alone with the man rov kchermas. He doesn't make this distinction, Rabbi Yoshua. So the Gemara says because he doesn't make this distinction and he holds his line that a, a woman who is b'shevuya who is a captive. And as well, a woman who is bestira that they're the same, that's m'sayyeh alei l'Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi. Do'ma Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, l'dire ha-machshir, machshir afil psulin. According to Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, when a person says that the woman is okay, we're also machshir her, even Bero psulin. And, and if we think that this woman is going to be puzzle, she'd be puzzle even if most of the people exposed to her work sherem. That is the shita of Rabbi ben Levi. And how do we understand this Machlok as one level deeper, not only about the woman herself, but also about her children? So the Gemara says about 15 lines from the bottom of your Gimel Amad Bezom, Rabbi Yochanan, and we saw this shita yesterday, that according to the one who says that we view the woman as a kosher still... We Treat her daughter as a kosher and Ladivre and anyone who holds that the woman herself is, is Psula, then Poselbevita, her daughter as well as Psula. That's the Sheet of Rav Yochanan as it relates to the daughter. The Rabbi Elazar disagrees. Omer Ladivre one who says that the mother is Kosher would, st- would actually still say that the daughter is Psula. So he asks the Gemara in the Sheet of Rabbi Elazar, Amar my time at the Rabbi Elazar. Why is it that Rabbi Elazar holds that the woman herself may, may well be kosher, but the daughter is not kosher? So says the Gemara, because Bishlama Ihi, the woman herself, is chazaka de kashras. Up until this point, she had a chazaka her whole life of being a kshera. kein bita, la chazaka de kashras. The daughter has no chazaka. She's new. She doesn't have a preceding chazaka. So therefore, Rabbi Elazar says, we have to treat the mother more leniently than we have to treat the daughter. The Gemara asks, Eisfei Rabbi the Rabbi Yochanan, Remember, the Shita Rav Yochanan just said that if we're machsha, the mother, we're machsha, the daughter. So the Gemara questions that from a b'risa. When do we say this? That's when a woman is testifying about herself. We see that in this case, that the daughter would be treated like a shtuki, which is against Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan said, whatever the din is with the mother, the same is with the daughter. Yet here we see in this b'risa that we distinguish between the mother and the daughter. My lab, isn't it the case that when we say that she's a shtuki, that it's shtuki upasal? Doesn't it mean that she's a shtuki and she's going to be puzzled this is a kasha in Rav Yochanan, because again, Rav Yochanan said mother-daughter always have the same din in this case. Yet here we see that that's not the case, that the mother is fine, but the daughter is a shtuki and puzzle. Says the Gemara, no, lo, no, she's a shtuki, she has an aspect of safeq to her. However, she's still a kasher, shtuki ve-kasher. Asks the Gemara, how do we have a case of shtuki kasher. Do we have a case where there's an element of safeq about this woman? Yet still, it's going to be that she's a kosher. Says the Gemara in, it's definitely the case. And this is Kiddush What does Shmuel say? And this is a case we saw, I think, in previous Masechah. Yep, in Yeromos we had this. Says the Gemara, Da'amar Shmuel, six, seven lines from the bottom. Asara kohanim, mm-hmm. omdim, ten kohanim are standing. Upiresh echad Mehemu uba'al. One of them, one of the ten Kohanim separated from the pack, and the woman doesn't know who she was with, HaVlad Shtuki. So the Gemara says that this Vlad is a Shtuki. My Shtuki. What does it mean that the Vlad is a Shtuki? Ilema that we quiet, quote-unquote, namely, we don't allow her child to have access to Nechzei Aviv. That we know is the case, Pshita, because we don't even know who the father is. Ten kohanim. We know that the kids are coming. We just don't know who the father is. And the Yerusha has to be clear, so therefore it can't be that he's going to be getting Nechzei Aviv. That can't be why we call this child a Shtuki. Ella four lines from the bottom, the Gemara says, that when a child... Granted, we know 100% sure he's a Kohen. However, he doesn't know who his father is. Oh, so that he knows he's a Kohen. He just doesn't know who his father is. Then he's really not a Kohen. receive says the Gemara, last short line, by Esau, What does this mean that there's a covenant forever with Kohanim? This applies to a Kohen whose children are minyuchas acharov, that we know who the father is, and therefore we know that the child belongs to the father. Therefore, what do we see from here? That there is a case scenario where a person is a shtuki and a kosher. What is the case where a person is a shtuki and a kosher? Where a woman conceives from one of any ten Kohanim, and we don't know who it is. We don't know who the father is. That's a shtuki kosher. So Rav Yochanan Shita, we tried to ask on him, and we answered. Says the Gemara, arus be arusa. So, the this uh, engaged couple shows up to Rav Yosef's base medrash. She's like, she's very pregnant, but she's an arusa. She should not be pregnant. That's usher. That's uh, that's not allowed. So the Gemara says, "What happened?" They went to Rav Yosef. He She says that she conceived from her arus from the man she's engaged to. who amar, I agree with you. In on the top of your and In, you're right. Minoi I am the father. Rashi MS Mimenihu. I am the one who um, who impregnated her, and we're 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 engaged. We shouldn't have slept together. We did, and she's pregnant. So Amar of Yosef, what why are you telling me? What's the question? So says the Gemara, obviously, first of all, the Ha He he agrees. <laughs> What's the Shiloh? The baby is his kid. Okay, you guys did an Isra you're not allowed to be together, but it's still his kid. But Odin, furthermore. Even if we weren't sure whose kid it was, she'd still be naman. Why? Because Yehuda amar shmur, ki Rabban Gamliel. And as we've seen, as a theme, a thread permeating the last many blot, the din is that Rab- Rabban Gamliel is of the opinion that she's nemanis. So even if he didn't say that, we, we'd still be naman. So says the Gemara. Rabbi Yosef was was, bug- was like bugged out a little bit. Like, why are you even talking to us? So, says Abaye, amar le Abaye. says to Yosef, remember the relationship that Abaye was a Talmud of Rav Rabban Gamliel. In this case, if the husband would, or I should say the Arus, the, the betrothed man, would not have agreed to her taina, if she would have said, I'm pregnant with his baby, and he would have said, no, you're not, you're pregnant with someone else's baby, in this case, would Rabban Gamliel have actually agreed with her? We know in general, he says, but would he have actually said that here? After all, Rabbi Shmuel says to Rabbi Yehuda, she in a bright one, we know that the halacha is kerabon gamliel, but Uvda, You're not allowed to paskin like him. Adi netzla, so here, most people are forbidden to her. Who are most people? She's an arusa, so most people in the world are forbidden to her. It says the gemara because most people are forbidden to her, and because called the parish miruba parish, we have to assume that she is pregnant. From somebody else. So here the Gemara says within Rav Yehuda that Rabban Gamliel is only true when it's Rav Sharon Here it's Rav suin So it says the Gemara that uh, that doesn't work. First of all, according to your own Svara, by quoting this uh, very complex line that uh, what does the Gemara say? What does it say? Yes, the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel. Which one is it? You said the halachah is like Rabban Gamliel, but you also added another din that wasn't Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel was of the opinion that she's Neh no matter what she says. When she says that it's her baby, then it's her baby. And if she says that she's pregnant from person X, then she's pregnant from person X. And you're coming in and adding a qualification. Which one is it? Is it the halachah is like Rabban Gamliel? Or is it like what you're adding, which is that it's only like Rabban Gamliel with the qualification that it's rov k'sher and etzla? says the Gemara, May what must be the case, says the Gemara, it must be that here we're dealing with a case of Likhathila and Bidiyab. We would want to pass in like Rabban Gamliel. But this is a case that's Bidiyved. Why is this case Bidiyavid? So Rashi highlights that the reason why this case is Bidiyavid is because if we don't believe her, then she has to divorce her husband, because that means she slept with somebody else, in which case usher lebal, usher So this is a case that's Bidi So maybe we would still pass in like Rabban Gamel. Says the Gemara, a third of the way down on Yodale Rami le Rabba. This should be Raba, not Raba. I think that's the correction here. Yes. So says the Gemara. Umi Rabbi Yoshua, Remember, <laughs> as we've been we've been really speaking broadly about the shittas of Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua. We spoke a little bit about Rabbi Gamliel. We'll speak about him more soon. But here, Rabbi Yoshua has a little bit of a built-in stira. We have said over the last many blot many times, Rabbi Yoshua is of the opinion that amenas, that a woman. Uh, what well, was the uh, Lomi Piha Anuchayan? It was a line that uh, Rabbi Yoshua has used in number. We don't trust her. Uh, we just don't trust her in these scenarios. It says the Gemara. That's in general what he said. But does he really always say that? Ur Minhu. We have uh, a Tanaik source which disagrees with this broad Shita, Rabbi Yoshua, that she's not Naamedis. What is this Shita? Heid Rabbi Yoshua, the person in, in discussion. Heid Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Ben There was a t- testimony given from these two greats of the Tanaim. Al- almonas Isa. An Isa, a, when I was listening to her by Resnick's Shir, he said this line. He said, This is a throwback to Maseches Yevamos. What was the case of this Isa? An Isa is a man who is a suffix. So here's the case scenario. Uh, let's say in the uh, grandfather generation, you have uh, Avraham, and let's do, let's do Rachel and Ruvain, just for old time's sake. You have Rachel and Ruvain, and they're married. Ruvain throws a get to Rachel. And we're not sure if it's Karovlo or Karovla. We don't know where the get fell. And then he instantly died. So what's our suffering? We don't know if she's a Grusha or if she's an Almana. Say the case again. It's Ruven and Rachel. Rachel uh, gets a get thrown at her. And we don't know if it's closer to her, in which case she's divorced, or if it's further from her, in which case she's still married. And then he died. Is she a Grusha or is she Almano? It might not have to a marrying a regular Kohen. That's a huge nafkamina. It so says the Gemara, then a woman in the next generation marries, uh, what's the case scenario? Oh, so then this, right. And then this woman, Rachel, gets married to another man and has a child, has married, gets married to a Kohen and has a child because she thought that she was an almana. That child is referred to as the Isa. So it says the Gemara, almanas Isa, if there used to be a wife to that Isa, to that man who's a suffolk halal, she hikshere kahuna. Rabbi Yeshua seems to say that we trust her. Because she gave the Kula opinion that she said, no, no, it was closer it was closer to the other person, and then he died, which makes me an Almana. We trust her. So now we see that Rabbi Yeshua has a stira. Rabbi Yeshua has said throughout the last many blot that she is not Nehomenes. Yet over here in the case of Almanas Isa, we see that she is Nehomenes. So how does the Gemara answer that? The Gemara says almost halfway down, a third of the way down in Hachi Hashta. The case of Almanas Isa and the case of our Mishnah are not comparable at all. Haasam, in the case of Amanas Isa, Isha Nisei's bodekes says, she's going to be very thorough. She's going to do a good job. She'll get out the, the yardstick. She's going to measure where the get fell, where she was standing. She'll properly determine what the dinner. is. She's not going to mess around. She's a firm girl. However, Haha, in the case where she was getting pregnant as an arusa, <laughs> of course, he's not going to believe her. Because after all, Isha Mizana, bodekes Umizana. When a woman is about to be Mizana, she's like, wait one second, are you a Kohen? And she's not looking and she's sleeping around. She's not looking into the halachic nuances of what his status is. So says the Gemara, there's no stirrup within Rabbi Yoshua, because one case was with a from woman and one case was with a non-from woman. Amaravya Rava. Rava says, that's great, Rabbi Raviyoshua Kasha. It's great that you were able to discuss that and solve that. But there Raviyoshua uh, 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 Kasha, I'm glad that you asked a question about Yoshua and that you could answer it. But there's also a stira within Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel, broadly over the last many blot was of the opinion that a woman is a MNS. But over here, we have a problem, we have another brysa. And the Braissa says that Rabban Gamliel was not lenient on her. We didn't believe her. What did he say? The Braissa reads, Rabban mm-hmm. We do accept your ages, except that we have one problem. We do trust women to say that, uh, to say whatever the status is of their husband or of their pregnancy. However, Aval based in that when it comes to the Kohanim, nobody is going to look for the kulam. That means that Rabban Gamliel, much as he want to say, much as he may want to. Say that we trust her. The Maisa, that it doesn't work out that way because Rabbi Yehoshua ben Zakkai. So Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. So therefore, we have a steer within Rabban Gamliel. So says the Gemara. Elama Rava really drabban Gamliel adrabban Gamliel lokasha ha sambari ha The claims are very different claims. In one case where there's a claim of Bari, then if there's a claim of Bari, then Rabbi, Rab, Rabban Gamliel is always going to be Mako. And if there's a claim of Shema, then he will not be Mako. And that's how Rabban Gamliel would navigate the many the many blot we've learned and the many shitas we've seen. And we'll see how far this goes in just a moment. And to Rabbi Yoshua, to Rabbi Yoshua Nami Lokasha, we can answer another answer for Rabbi Yoshua, even though we answered it once already. Hasam Chad Sveika. In regards to uh, the case that we were learning earlier. There's only one Sveka by Almanas Isa. We just don't know if she's a Grusha or if she's an Almana. But Hacha, Tresveke, here when we talk about the child of that person, it's Tre Sveke. It's actually not a Sveksveka. It's uh, the language here is meduyak. It's uh it's tre because we're not sure about the older generation and we're not sure about the younger generation. We're not sure about Rachel and her first marriage. Uh, not first generation, really. We're not sure about Rachel in her first marriage where she might have been and al and she might have been a Gurusha, we're also not sure about the child that's born, if that child is a Chalel or not a Chalel. So therefore, even Rabbi Yeshua could get out of it. Hilkach, le Rabban Gamliel, and this is where we see the lambdas of each shita, according to Rabban Gamliel, alim le bari, the claim of bari is very strong. See, normally when we have one element of suffik, that leaves us very concerned. But says the Gemara, the Rabban Gamliel is of the opinion that if you have a bari claim on one side, and a single suffix on the other, even though a single suffix is usually usually a room for concern. But says Rabban Gamaliel, the power of a Tainas Bari is so strong that it knocks out a suffix to Rabbana, even a suffix to Saluhura, because this could be a khala. says the Gemara. It doesn't matter. One Tainas Bari is stronger than a real suffix. That's shita number one. And says the Gemara, uh, what about the second part of Rabban Gamliel? The keel le shema, a taina shema, is so light. Wow, even if there's a svex veka, there's a double suffix, which in and of itself should have caused for the halacha to be one way. But the taina that she said was a taina shema, taina shema has no uh has no veracity to it at all. So that's really powerful. The sheita of Rabban Gamliel, let's just say it again, the Sheetah of Rabban Gamliel is that when a person has a Tainas Bari, it even overrides a single supping. And when a person has a Tainas Shema, they have an unsure claim, it, it doesn't even override a svexveka. Fine. That All that is Rabban Gamliel. It's five, six lines from the bottom. What about the Rabbi Oshua, who's been more negative and said that we don't believe her? So he says, Alim Lechad Sveika, He's the exact opposite, as it would be, of course, from Rabban Gamliel. Rabbi Yoshua was of the opinion that if there is one suffix even if you bring a, a, a tainas bari against it, the tainas bari is not as strong as the suffake. And svek uh, sveka is so light, he would even be lenient. Even if the only Taina that was there was a tainas shema, and it was up against the svek sveka, he would also be machshir. Good. So that gives us a little bit of clarity about the, the polarized shitas of Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua, where Rabban Gamliel puts the taina above everything, and Rabbi Yoshua puts the suffik above everything. Now the Gemara is just going to dig into, with some nuance, um, at the bottom of Yudad Amaral, of three lines from the bottom, the discussion about Almanas Isa. Remember the case that we discussed is Rachel is married to Ruve. And he throws a get. We're not sure if the get is closer to her, in which case she's a Grusha, she's divorced, or if the get is closer to him, in which case she's not divorced. And then when he drops dead, she becomes an Almana, not a Grusha. We don't know. Then she marries another Kohen, and Lamaisa, they ended up having a child. Is that kid a halal or is that kid not a halal? If in fact she was a Grusha, so then she can't marry a coin the kids a halal. and if not, not. So it says the Gemara, Rabban, ezo hi Almanas Isa. What is this strange unicorn of a, of a space of an Almanas Isa where we have a real suffix of whether or not she's a halal and um, and she's still a kosher. So it says the Gemara, how do we define an Almanas Isa? Kol She'ein Ba, as long as this person doesn't have any of the following features. Vlamishum disinus, vlamishum any of these three categories. Yes, she slept with someone who was a suffix Halal, that's true. Uh, well, I should say she slept that someone who's a suffet grusha. So that's true. But the person's not a mamzer. The person is not a nasin and the person is not an Evan melech. That's the shita of the tanakama. Now, when we see the next words, a of Mayer, it would have it, we would have assumed that we're seeing we had the tanakama, and now we're seeing a new shita. So let's see how different Reb Meir is from our shita. At the top of your Ami base we'll be going until the mission of ten lines from the bottom. What does the Reb Meir say? Shamati, Kol by Echad, Mikol elu. I heard, says Rav Meir, that anyone who doesn't have any of these three features, namely Mamzerus, Nasin or Melech, from the bottom of the previous page, then Masin Lakuna, they can still get married. And Rashi calls it out on the spot that this is hainu uh, It's very same exact shita. And then we see still a third shita, but in the name of rev Meir. Reb Shimon ben Elazar omer mishum Mayer, hai Reb Shimon ben omer Kidvaro. These two tanoim said in the name of rev Meir, e'zo hi isa, ba safek He defines an Almanas isa not by omission, not by saying that they simply aren't a mamzer anisin or an eved melech, but to say that they have a mixture in them of a halal that's the case of al monasisa. Uh, the bricer continues with a somewhat of a cryptic line. Makirin yisrael mamzerim The Jews always know who the mamzerim are. This isn't a metaphor, this isn't a hyperbolic comment. It's not meant to be insulting. <laughs> we actually know who the mamzerim are and uh, they can only marry one another and we always know that they're off limits. It says the gemara we always know who they are. However, ve'ein and chalalim But it's not as well known as to who the chalalim are. I remember when I was a kid that one of my friend's uh, parents got divorced and the mom married a Cohen. They didn't have any more kids, but she was mamish a and she mamish married a Cohen. And if they would have had a kid, the kid would have been a Chalal Doraiso. I don't know what that means. The Maisu did they not get aliyahs? I don't know how they're they're done. Yeah. If you get so Huh? If you get sold. Then... Right. Yeah. So I mean they didn't have kids. So as far as I know, but uh, that would that stuff should not be happening. That's the brisa. The Gemara here is bothered by so many things in the brisa. Let's uh, let's jump right in with a whole host of questions. Omar Mar, what did we say in our brisa? We had said we're six lines down. Yadal Adam Azohi Almanas Isa. What we had said initially, the Tanakama had explained that Kol balomishum mamzeris, balomishum nisinus, balomishum malachim, that we can define this relationship, the Almanas Isa, where Rachel married a Grusha and then had a child, and this child is Safeg Chalal, that as long as this Safeg Chalal doesn't have the status of Mamzerus, Nisinus, or Abde Melech, we're good to go. Ha-chalal, kasher, that implies that the Chalal is kasher, because as long as you don't have any of these three features of Mamzerus, Nisinus, or Abde you're good to go. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Why is it that we're separating out a mamzer, a nasin, and an abdei melech, an evid, where those are doraisa? If what you're saying is that the reason why we have said that an amanas isa is different because it's not a mamzer, not a nasin, and it's not evid melech, those are doraisa, but a khalal is mutter. Why is a khalal mutter? I don't understand. Why would a halal be kasher? The person could be a khalaf, That's a big problem. So says the Gemara. That's question number one. Question number two in visu. and furthermore, uh, and this was something I've already foreshadowed. The Brisa reads at the b- t- bottom of the the bottom line of the previous page and the top line of this page. Omar Mar, Omar Reb, Rabbi Meir, excuse me, Shamati Kol Sheinba Echad Meilu Echad Kol Elu Masin. and Lakahuna. We also have seen that if a person doesn't have Mamzerus Nisinus or Avdei Melch that their mother, Hainu Tanakam. It's mamish the same exact shita. So if you look back at the Brisa on the bottom of your and Amudalef, wrapping over to the top of Yudal and Amudbeis, it's nearly impossible to distinguish between the shita of the Tanakam and Rav Meir. They're both saying the same thing, that a halal is kosher, because as long as they're not a mamzer and a sin or ebed melech, they're good to go. So that's the second question we're going to have to answer. And furthermore, still says the Gemara, the Gemara quotes the b'risa from the top of this page from line two, we're a quarter of the way down. What does it say? It says Reb Shimon ben Elazar, Omer Mishum Reb Meir, B'chein Hayy Reb Shimon ben Menashe, Omer Kidbar Veizum Almanas Isa. What is Almanas Isa? Kolshenit Ma Basave Chalal. And then the Gemara says this line of Makir and Yisrael Mamzerim Shabenein, Vein Makir and Chalal and And this Shita of Reb through the lens of Reb Shimon ben Menashe and Reb Shimon ben Elazar seems to say that an Almanas Isa is a Chalal. However, V'ha'amres Resha Khalal Kasher. I don't understand. Is the third sheet here arguing against the Tanakama to say that a halal is not kosher? What is uh, what is going on here? So these are the three questions. Question number one is why is halal different than mamzeris, nesin, and eved melach? Those are all do'rai, so it should be absoul. Why isn't halal absoul? Question number two is isn't rabmeir hainu Tanakama? And question number three is what's going on with the end of this braisa where we seem to be completely rejecting the Tanakama? And the Gemara gives a lengthy, multi-stepped answer, which will basically bring us to the Mishnah and then we'll stop. The difference between Rav Meir and the Tanakama is when we call a person a mamzer, a halachic mamzer, not a social mamzer, but when we call a person a halachic mamzer, he's tzoveach. What phrase did I invent? Oh, that just fell out of my mouth. I didn't even think about it. Sorry. No, but I I just don't want it to be like Like I want it to be like the actual halachic. Halachic. Let's just call it a halachic. Forget the other phrase. Sorry. I didn't even realize I said it until you called it out. Thank you. (laughs) When you (laughs) (laughs) hit... It doesn't happen from Stanford, Connecticut. It only happens in the room. Or nobody calls me out on it in Stanford. Thank you. Well, we're all muted. (laughs) True. True. True story. True story. (laughs) So says the Gemara, if a person calls someone a mamzer and they're tzovech, they say, no, 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 I'm not a mamzer. Okay, so that's one thing. What about the You're a chalal, and he's shosik. It so says the Gemara, Ika that's the difference between the Tanakama Kama and Rav Meirah. How so? Kama the Tanakama Kama is of the opinion. Call pussel to karule Vishosik pussel, anyone who we think is a pussel, and we call him out on being a pussel, and he stays silent. Here, we employ the well-known principle of Shtika Kehuda, your silence is your psak, and because I called you a uh, halal, and you said nothing, you're a puzzle. Tana Kama is saying like this, We had said, who is an almanas Isa? They weren't quiet at all. They weren't quiet. And they're good to go. That's not true. I disagree with you. That if a person is not silent about their, uh, about their halal status, that's not correct. If a person is silent, they're totally fine. They're a kosher. That's not the psalm. And when it says, You want to call me a halal? I really don't care what you call me. I'm a big boy. I got thick skin. You're wrong. And I'm a kosher. He doesn't care. So that's why Rav Meir says, Rav Meir and the Tanakhama argue about what would happen with the silence of a Chalal. Is the silence of a halal, or not? That's a machlok Tanakama and And then, what's the next part of the Brysa on the second line of this page, and quoted here as well, almost two thirds of the way down? Call, le ben Elazar the Ben Elazar, this was after Rabmeir had, had died. So they said to the Tanakama, I don't understand. The Rabmeir, if you're trying to say that Rabmeir was going to be matir, when someone was silent, it wasn't about the halal that Rav Meir said. That, Lo de halal b'shasik. Rav Meir does not hold that way. If a person is a halal and he's quiet, that's not where he's going to be, Matir. De le b'shasik. If a person says to another person, I think halachically you're a mamzer and he's quiet, oh, shasik, so far, kala isla. he said, if, if you're calling me a mamzer, it means you have an element of doubt. Otherwise, you would just tell everyone, don't marry this guy. But if you're coming after me to say that I'm a mamzer, that means that you're, that's how the Rishonim explained here, that you think that I'm not a mamzer, you're not sure. So therefore, I'm like, hey, great, he's not sure I'm a mamzer. At least I can marry into the kahal. Because the halacha is by a mamzer that only mamzer vada, Amarachman, of lo mamzer safeq. A mamzer vada is not allowed to marry into Klael Yisrael, but a mamzer safeq is allowed to marry into Klael Yisrael. Uh, So it says the Gemara, the reason why he was so quiet uh, sorry. Yeah. He said that people would have known if he was a mamzer. If you're calling me a mamzer, then you're not sure that I'm a mamzer. mamzer Mamzer But he is of the opinion. Rav Mayor would be of the opinion that a the veshossek would be pussel. And he was just thrilled that he wasn't uh, excluded from, from the Kah'al. And then just lastly, two b'rises that contradict one another, and then we'll see how this ties together with the beginning of this sugya. Mm-hmm. Tanihada, one b'rises says, Omer, uh, shasuk mamzer. If a mamzer is called out and he's quiet, kosher, shasuk halal, pasal. And if a chalal is called out to be a chalal and he doesn't respond, so then he's puzzled. The the exact opposite. The shasuk halal, that if a Chalal is called out and he's quiet, kosher, and Shasuk mams are puzzled. So how do we work out all of these shitas? They the two brises are perfectly opposite one another. So it says the Gemara. Lo kasher. Ha Tanakama or Meir. ben Elazar As we clearly see, the Tanakama and Reb Shimon ben Elazar understood Reb Meir very differently. According to one of them, when a Chalal is quiet, he's dead in the water, and according to the other, when a Chalal is quiet, he's totally kosher. We'll stop right here. Mir Hashem tomorrow night. We'll learn a blot and a half. Daftaz Vav and Daftaz Aleph. And is that right? Tomorrow, sir. great. Yeah. All right. Wishing you all a beautiful night.